everybody, this is Michael Rooker, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. suicide i was like what (laughs) (laughs) what is going on it's game of thrones that's what you do well as jenny said they do everything they can just to upset her by killing all the starks i'm i'm going back to my original argument that danny and i were like at each other's throats on i'm I get it. I totally get, you know, the shock factor of killing off a major character, all that stuff. But Game of Thrones has done it so many times now that I'm bored with it. I don't, I, I just, I, I think I still disagree. We're not going to get into it again. <laughs> it went I'm crazy. bored with it. I didn't even watch but, it. I didn't watch it. You're bored with it? I thought this was one of the weakest seasons, to be honest. Oh, this was one of the best seasons. I, I liked this season. I thought, like, I, I liked it for the fact that they finally gave us what we wanted to see. They gave us the White Walkers and they gave us the dragons. But not not just the White Walkers, a good battle see, with the White Walkers. Yeah. yeah see, and I thought the thing. action was very good this season, but I thought the story was lacking well, until what about, the last couple of episodes. What about everything with Tyrion and whoever he was with, Varys or Jorah and then Daenerys, and then anything in... In uh uh in Dorne with with uh, uh Braun is is awesome. I don't know, but I think if, is, I think you have to step back get, and look at it all. Yeah, like I know, like this is weird because like the way he did these, like the fifth and sixth novels are like, or the fourth and fifth, whatever. These novels are weird because he like jumps around a lot, and I know that like. It's like tricky doing that, but I just felt like this. It was so much build up. Like the rest of the seasons had like a progressive like story throughout the whole thing. This was like build up, build up, build up into like the last two episodes kind of deal. What's the difference? The progressive progression is the build up. What do you mean? You know, but I, but I mean, like it was more even. This is so even. funny because this was the biggest argument last time. Was is the structure of the show like the episode nine versus episode eight and the waiting for the finale for the big hit or doing the big hit before the finale. Like it's, I don't know the structure bugs me. Every yeah, show like, does it differently. And I don't know. It's walking dead's finales are usually pretty boring. If you ask me. Yeah. Well, because honestly, they don't do the, they don't do the game of Thrones. Let's do a shocker. Well, neither does game of Thrones. Game of Thrones does that in the episode before. 
Yeah, they do an episode. And then if they, well, they did it in the uh, the finale, this one. Yeah, they changed it. And then everybody got upset because it wasn't an episode nine, and they did it in the finale. You can't please anyone. Right, everyone's upset. Get mad about something. I just, I'm bored with the the shock deaths. You you call them shock deaths, but they serve they serve a purpose. Well, everything serves a purpose because you're going to wrap the story around with whatever happens, but. Right, a good. I, I just, a, I don't know. A good but writer the, the, makes you feel for the characters, and then the surprise kill is good if it serves a purpose, which it has so far. But I think I, what Jenny's trying to say that it's no longer surprising that it's like I know. Oh, oh these characters. Didn't I don't. Die, I don't know. Another. <laughs> I don't know. I think it, it's not that. I mean, it, it surprised me because you know, it's now done with the books and like, I don't know what's going to happen. And I never read the last book. So this whole season was fun because I didn't know what was going to happen. It's not that it didn't surprise me. It's just that when it did surprise me, it didn't have that exciting effect anymore because been there, done that. I don't know about <laughs> that. Cause it's different. It's just different with it's the John Snow, with the John Snow same. death. Uh, spoilers. Sorry. Uh, it's it's different because there's so much speculation now because absolutely no one knows what's going on except for apparently Amelia Clark. <laughs> no, whatever. Maybe I that. honestly, yeah, whatever. Except for Sarah as long Connor. As Dick Connor is somehow. It's a. It's 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 funny to me. I don't know if you ever talked about it, but there's two Sarah Connors on Game of Thrones. Oh my God! There is. We haven't. <laughs> Sarah Connorception. Uh, that's funny. Lena Haiti, and then I honestly okay. I honestly felt bad for Cersei's in the finale. Not gonna you, lie, you fool. You I fool. Felt bad. You're getting you're getting lulled into the trap. I, I, I know I am exactly what she deserved because she's gonna. It's it's not even that because she's gonna unleash tenfold of vengeance now. I hope. I hope she you hope every high sparrow. <laughs> I know. I hope. I hope she kills every one of those religious weirdos. She I won't. Really it'll do. be it'll be Franken Mountain. I really, really hope that she kills all those girls without, like, the triangle faces. I hope they all die. Uh, okay, I'm glad both both of you are on, on this geek out because I want to talk about Ready Player One. Oh, oh let's yes. do it. And you both have read it or listened yes. to the audio book. Um, I haven't, I didn't listen to the audio book. I it's, read it straight up. It's awesome. awesome. It's awesome with Will Wheaton reading it to you. And Will Wheaton saying Will Wheaton. Yeah. <laughs> Saying it with us, we can tell with a smile on his face. He's like the president, Will Wheaton. <laughs> right, yeah, like some kind of congressman or something. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. And every every Star Trek mention, and yeah, it was cool. Uh, okay, well, so spoiler alerts and stuff, what was your favorite, yeah, like? Yeah, big spoiler alerts for the whole book right now, if you haven't read it. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to talk Turn about Turn off the geek off. Yeah, this is, yes. Okay, so I had my my moments where I totally was a kid through there in certain things and then others was just fun what was your like flashback to childhood or just well oh J- every, J- not jd so much i i want to live in even though the world sucks for these people i want this technology so badly you like, want the oasis i want to live in the oasis like like you said like the most the, the asian kids did like they would disappear from social life and just live in the oasis. Uh, yes, that would be me, and I'm not Asian, but 
That would totally be I would me. Turn Asian for yeah, me. I would live in the oasis because it sounds so awesome. Just you could go to any planet, like it's your own universe. Like you could live in the Firefly universe. I am excited just thinking about it. Like okay, yeah. I, I I'm the I I always feel like I'm the antagonist and everything. I why why are you the I hater? Like, I hoped I was like want whoever who wins the oasis to destroy it. Oh all no! These, because all I picture are the people in Wally, like just obese people in moving chairs that can't walk because they're stuck in their but, technology. But some of the people they have the ones where you stand up and it's got the treadmill and you run around and there's work to be done. Now, given I I do get that's like post apocalyptic, like we've screwed the world up and the world sucks. They're on stacked trailers. Here. There's no get out. You can't get out. You're gonna die. He said. <laughs> Getting just to that trailer was was like near torture. Well, near torture because they were trying to blow him up. No, no, no. Before that, on his way to school, well, like, he had jumped he had to and avoid the people who wanted him to pay for everything. <laughs> no, no, no. Before <laughs> his computer, yeah. That was yeah, his. That was his parents. Was, that was his aunt and uncle. His, his um, aunt and uncle. So he'd climb out the window and then like climb down all the things. Right, and then he had to worry about. Path. Because right. he wanted mm-hmm. to avoid them. Right, he wanted to get away from them, but he also wanted to avoid the people that would rob him or kill him, or the stacks of trailers that are on top of each other falling over and killing him. Like getting out is not a good idea unless you're unless you have money. No. Unless you have money, uh, then you can That's go out like and modern day. That's like you don't need an oasis for that. That's normal. <laughs> yeah. If you had money, you can have an okay life. No, you could go out at least and not have to worry about being murdered. I don't well, know. Anyway, it's the same now. You know, I don't need money to not to be able to go to a park and enjoy myself. Yeah, but he kind of lived in like the ghetto outside of Maryland. Yeah, a you know? very dumpy, dumpy area. Yeah, there were. I mean, where he was at when they went to was it Cleveland? Where the whole oh Cleveland, what, 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 <laughs> I can't believe. It? I thought they went to Cleveland, Columbus. I think Columbus, Columbus. That's right. Um, like when he got there, it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't like his trailer park. That's because that one took over as like the the hub of the world or whatever. Right, the, the but country. It's, it's similar to today. Like, and he only got there because he had money. Exactly, but it's still similar today. He just lives in in. I don't see the parallel. <laughs> I don't I see the parallel since a day. Uh, oh, any, anyway, yeah, I, I would not want to live in a in a virtual world. I would. I'd have but the you treadmill. Still have to buy crap with virtual well, money. Again, that's today. <laughs> Bitcoins. People, people buying junk in apps. I don't buy any of that. I'm, but yeah, I'm I don't either. I'm an I don't know. Congratulations, <laughs> but people do. See, Otherwise, these see, apps wouldn't is... be so popular. Yeah. See, this I would like Oasis. I don't either. But... It would just fuel my video game addiction, but I would still have real life. Sure. Like, I would be like that moderate user that's like, yeah, let's like play Oasis, but let me go out and like bike ride and hike and stuff. By by, when I say I like, live in the Oasis, like I took it to extreme by saying I was one of the those hidden Asian kids who never leave their house. I would sit in there for a weekend and just do a ton of stuff and then real world, go to work, not inside the Oasis. Okay, got it. Like, I would not go to school in the Oasis. That sounds terrible. Oh, I might. Because <laughs> it sounds like studying is a lot of fun. You know, you gotta, I just don't like the Teachers whole... can do whatever they want. 
I, I, and again, I'm an, like, a, I'm an old grumpy lady. I don't oh get, like, the, it's one of my big problems with, like, Twitter and Facebook and stuff. Like, my Facebook, I, sorry, y'all, anybody this, I only let my friends on my Facebook. Like, I, people who watch, I actually legitly know. Watch this, watch Twitter. this, JD, watch this. What if, uh, take, like he did, take the social aspect out of it because he only had, like, one friend uh, in the Oasis. No, no, wait, wait to, wait to what I'm getting to. So Twitter, I have hundreds of people that I don't know follow me and I follow them because I just like to hear what they have to say. But I don't know if, like, the really cool chick that posts really nerdy things about her family and such, I don't know if she's actually a chick or has a family or any of that because it could be all made up. That's, and I don't like that aspect. Well, yeah, like, Especially if your life is so... in. I, it, there's a place to it. I mean, I like fake Twitter accounts, too. I like following fake stuff if it's entertaining but i don't want you know i don't want it to be everything again i would take the the social aspect out of all of that and just go jenny you could hang out on flash gordon planet i would go to flash gordon planet but maybe on a saturday that's what we're talking about. What do you mean? No, you <laughs> you're getting you're getting too you're, real. <laughs> you, you sound like it'd be like all the time. I like just I just get... prefaced it with that I'd spend a weekend doing a whole ton of stuff, but then go back to reality. Yeah, I don't know. That weekend, I would rather be outside. But of course, I'd have to have money because I would be you know if I was living in a you hippie. I am. I all right, my... so let's let I want to talk about something. H's reveal as a woman was the best yes by far i loved it so cool we should probably like if anybody is listening that has no clue what we're talking about we should give a little background of what this book is (laughs) how about we do that at the end so we can put it like we can put it before our talking no i'm not doing that (laughs) Uh, who wants to do who wants to do a quick rundown i got it i'll do it do it all right, so Ready Player One is about this, like, almost post-apocalyptic world. Not really post-apocalyptic, but a world that is very, like, crippled and kind of, like, awful. Where there's this gaming center called the Oasis, and it's, like, an all-connected virtual reality world that people can, like, pretty much live in. Like, they can go to school and they play games and everything. And the gist of the book is that the creator of Oasis died and then left his fortune inside of an oasis inside of the oasis he had no heirs but he had no heirs he was all alone and he left all of his money and the actual like the network i guess like you could own you would own oasis if you found out like all the clues and stuff and he left them in what are commonly known as like easter eggs which are like little hints and clues from like other things and this is like a very like 80s centered book where it has a lot of references to like '80s movies, '80s video games, and TV shows, and music, stuff. and music, and it's it's just a great book, everyone. <laughs> and so, so the story is about one such competitor uh, trying to trying to win. But it tells you it tells you that it tells you the ending at the beginning of the book. Essentially, yeah. uh, you know what happens to him, but this is the the journey. Yeah, you basically you take a kid who has nothing. Like like his Charlie are dead. He lives with a crappy aunt and her boyfriend who just 
you know, like if they even knew he had the Oasis, they would just sell it for money that they mm-hmm. need. Um, so he's a very outcast kid. He goes to school in the Oasis, so he never interacts with anybody. And he decides he's going to. Well, he, he did his whole life studying the creator of the Oasis. <clears throat> he Everything did go to normal. He, he went to normal school up until his senior year. Well, yeah, that's and right. And then he went to the Oasis school. Because he got an Oasis console if he was enrolled in school in the Oasis. Oh, well, yeah. He, I mean, it was, the only way it, was, could... it was a lot of reasons why he did it, but it was he just did it. It was only his senior year. So, basically, then they go, they make this game, but it's, Dave will probably disagree, but it's very parallel with today. If you have money, you get ahead. If you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. But he's a down and out, has no money. He's using a school-issued Oasis system. He just spends a lot of time studying everything that made the creator who died who he was, who grew up and lived in the 80s. So everything is 80s-based. And then you get everybody else fighting for the same prize, and you've got a corporation of people who make tons of profiles that can just keep trying for the prize over and over again. That's like the best of the best. But if they win it, they get all control of the Oasis, which then would screw anybody like this kid. Because <clears throat> they want to impose subscriber fees. Subscriber which fees. Which currently it's yeah. free. All right, anybody can play. But, you just have yeah. to have the console and an internet connection. Right. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was saying, Dave. Is like, there's those little gems in it that so remind me of like being a kid. Like the whole war games where they have to like recite lines out of war games and what... It's so awesome. And then the Pac-Man, you got to beat Pac-Man flawlessly, how you go about it, all the, all the cheats of the different games. It's, I, so... I have to wonder how they're going to do this in the movie because there's so much licensing that's involved. Like See, with, with all of that, like, I mean, you've got Rush music, you've got, like, yes, the, the, uh, the War Games thing. Uh, what was the second movie he had to do? Um they st- the creator straight up said that he wasn't going to be able to license everything. He was going to have to pick and choose the biggest parts of the movie and then focus on that. See, that's going to be disappointing, I think. But, I mean, I, I still hope it's good. I think it's just going to be a little disappointing. But yeah, but there's no way that right, he can exactly. license everything. That would be insane. It would I mean, cost the, so much money. I think the games would be super easy because they're so outdated and so rare to even buy at this point. So I think it would be easy to get them in the game or in, into the movie. I don't think that would be an issue at all. Like Joust, I have no doubt they'll be able to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> and just the music, I think, would be the hardest part of it. The music and movies. I, I, think, I think somebody like Getty Lee and them would totally give up some Rush music. <laughs> oh, I can't stand Rush. I'll be honest with you. What? That was my very first concert. Uh, I'm with Jethro Tull. Damn. I thought I'm old. Dang. <laughs> I was super young though, and it was like when they were super old too. So Rush is awesome, Dave. What? Just not a Rush fan. It's okay, everyone has their opinions. Def Leppard <laughs> all the way. No, as much as they may be wrong, they still are opinions. Wrong, wrong to you, <laughs> Dave. I'm just giving you crap. Oh, I know, I know. I'm giving it back. So going back to like the plot and stuff, the characters are great. So you've got the main guy. You've got his, basically, the next, yeah, the best competitor is this chick. 
then he has a best friend that's doing really well as well who's a guy in the oasis and then um once they all start making the making the list of getting past easter eggs they befriend a japanese the high score list the high score yeah. list they've got the samurai friends the two samurai those are my favorite characters oh they're so good i did not like yeah. the girl not h really? but i didn't like the girl I at all she, the girl bothered me so much h is the best friend the, yeah. the best that's not who i'm talking about yeah, I mean the I, one. I like the samurai brothers too, though. Yeah, though. I did. I did too. That was I a think, sad, sad moment. I think they're gonna do great though with the because they their CGI and stuff is so good <laughs> that they can do a portion of the movie just completely computer graphics. I wonder. Like, I wonder. I don't know, maybe you guys could shed some light into your opinions because I don't know if you guys know or not. I doubt it. I don't know what, how much has been released of what they're doing for production, but they could they could potentially cast two actors for each character. I mean, they have to in one case uh, mm. for H. For H, they have to. <clears throat> they don't necessarily have to for the girl, but they probably will. I mean, they could just do makeup, but um, but I yeah, I mean, they'll do something like Beowulf. Like they'll get actors, but then they'll CGI them. For no, right, all the Oasis stuff, and right, then... but but they all look so different from their their well, I think... avatars. I well, think I think like, the main like, character doesn't though, does he? He, looks... he said he was less, he was thinner and more athletic. Well, I think that's pretty. Like, I think that he can just do like a fat suit for the beginning one. He doesn't need to use like a. That sounds terrible, but like he can, they can make it look like he has extra weight. Because okay. he eventually gets thinner and athletic. I kind of like the idea. I I actually prefer the idea of two different actors because I think that's cool. I but it's going to be too confusing. I think for for people, but I think it would be cool. I think it's it going to be, be cool. cool for the fact though that some of my favorite parts, although I love all the pop culture stuff when they're in the oasis, some of my favorite parts are when they're in real life. Like when he's trying to escape his trailer park or when he's in the van, his secret hiding place van, Mm -hmm. those scenes just, you know, how he like goes about the day or later on when everything goes and he ends up in Columbus and there's not many scenes outside of the oasis. There's like maybe four well, or five, big, four there's or five whole, big ones. There's the whole jail sequences outside the whole apartment. Wait, jail. In Columbus scene. Remember he like, you know what, when he, when he's working off his debt, yeah, right, that wasn't jail. Out. It was indentured servitude, but essentially, well, no, he had, he had, he had freedom. I mean, he could do stuff that he wanted to. It's just, it was very, 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 very restricted. Um, I wouldn't call it jail. Well, that I, if that was jail, jail I'd say, somebody, yeah, let's do it. Be, what you're saying though is saying if somebody's in jail right now, well, he has limited. He, ha, you know, they just limit what he. Yeah, he gets to go outside and walk around, but then he has yeah. to go back to his cell every night. That's the same thing. It's a jail. He was in jail because he owed money. <laughs> I just wouldn't call it a jail for people that don't haven't read it. You know what I mean? It's it's the way they do it, it because it's this company. It's not actually. He didn't break a law, apparently. It's just this company. When that, you're in debt to the company, they right. make you work for them to get it off. Which essentially but, is the rest of your life. Yeah. See, that is so... Okay, that was something in that book that I was just like, wow, that is so sketchy. Well, yeah, that there's no... Way, I mean, I, I can't say there's no way. Because society today is, is nuts. Well, no, not, not his plan. That. I'm talking about that rule. Like, that they're able oh. to get away with that. 
Like, that's crazy. Like, I would hope... I was talking about his plan. Yeah. There's no way I would do that because there's too many risks. I felt it. I was just like, wow. Did you feel that that was his plan right away? Because, like, out of nowhere, he's getting arrested or getting taken in. Well, I I had a feeling he was going after the the corporation. Yeah. Because it just kind of, like, came out of nowhere. I'm like, wait, did I fall asleep while I was listening to this? What is going on? I missed something. (laughs) I like that they put him in like a horrible telemarketing job. No, it's an IT job. An IT job, which is like a telemarketing job. It's like I'm calling for my oasis. Yeah, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call IT telemarketing just because I've worked in it, but it is annoying as all hell. And those are the questions you get that where you want to just scream at him. Can't you Google this? Nope, they can't. They want you to walk you through it and figure out that it's not anybody's fault but their own. <laughs> yes. Uh, but um, it's still because of your your product is stupid. Right, yeah, it's all your fault. Fix it. Oh, I do that. Whenever my, my freaking iPhone doesn't work, it's all Apple's fault. I hate Apple's new phones. They always have to screw up the system. It's funny. You say all Android for life. You say all that. I have not had one problem with my phone since you, since I switched to iPhone. <laughs> You want to know wow. what's so, like? I'm I'm a Mac girl all across the board. Yeah, like, you cannot. Well, you're digital. With the PC thing. You're with all that digital media and stuff. You have to be. Yeah, exactly. But now, with that being said, and anybody who knows me can contest to this, technology hates me. It does the weirdest stuff. Like so you I'm, and Jason. So, Jason has the same thing. Like so, I have a Mac account. So my email address is a Mac email address. I get walked out of my Mac account all the time because somebody obviously has a very similar email address and keeps trying to get into their thing with it being the wrong email address. And if you try to get in with the wrong password too many times, it locks you out. I get locked out across the board all the time. And then I have to wait eight hours to reset my password. And then about three or four weeks later, it happens again. And, I, and there's no way to know who's doing it because it's just somebody typing their email address wrong. But, uh, yeah, I get locked. And what screw, sucks is everything I have is linked together with that account. So my iTunes, I can't listen to anything on iTunes because I open iTunes and it keeps wanting me to put in my password. But it won't accept a password because I'm locked out. Can't get my emails. I can't, I can't watch anything on my Apple TV. I can't, it sucks. Yeah, technology hates me. Oh, my life has been so great since I integrated everything Apple. And being an IT person, that's blasphemous because you can't like Apple if you're in IT. Uh, you're supposed yeah, to be all Windows. Why? It's just this. It's 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 a fandom. It's not. It's loyalty to not wanting to change. I'll call it that. It's the fear of change. <clears throat> I guess I, I, I suffer from And for, for IT people, too, there's a lot more customization and coding you can do with, an, with a PC than you can with a Mac. And so I understand that. And But, you know, you have to do a lot more digging to do that kind of stuff on a Mac. That's so, why I always laugh. Like, on a Mac, <clears throat> if an application, like, starts causing you problems, just drag it to your trash, restart, and... Yeah. It's super <laughs> easy. 
And yeah, yeah, that's it. You just drag something to the trash and it's gone. You don't have to go to a control panel or... And find like the 500 <laughs> other folders it might be in. Yeah, and... that's another thing too with Mac. I have never had adware or any kind of crappy stuff that downloads with other things I download. Right. Where I got to loot around and find why I have this new this new toolbar on my browser. Because I downloaded <laughs> QuickTime or something, you know, whatever it is. But anyway, it's getting worse though because like I've I've started to notice that especially with Google Chrome because I, I I like to use Chrome I think it's one of the better like Chrome web is searches. the best like, Chrome is awesome except every once in a while I'll just have a new thing in my menu and I'm like where'd that come from hmm. yeah. Also, something I've never had issues with is Chrome. You're just yeah. You and Jason are like a a, yeah, a weird I, like technology said, bubble. I, I'm a bad one to like you know, ask technical advice. Cause I love the products. I do. I won't, won't say I don't, but I have nothing but issues across the board. So they did, there was this thing this past week. I'm going to change subjects now. Cause there's so much news to talk about that. We missed last week. Cause we were off last week. Uh, Independence day sequel did the streaming like panel on Tuesday or something like that on, on YouTube. They got, first of all, the host was worse than I was at interviewing celebrities. Like, it was bad. Really awkward. Nobody wanted to listen to him. Uh, the stage that they did it in, they did it, like, in, like, the Independence Day hangar. Like, there's planes in the background, and the guests would come out, like, literally, like, a hundred feet away from the stage. So you'd have to wait for them to walk all the way to the stage. Like, it was so terrible. And they couldn't talk about anything, because it's a year away from coming out. So the point of this panel was to say, here's our actors, these are their characters, which you already knew, uh, goodbye. Yeah. It was so dumb. All you found out was that it's going to be called Independence Day Resurgence. Dave, I'm glad you're telling me that, because I keep seeing it on our site and other people's site, and I'm like, oh, i got to watch that. Yeah, I, I was I excited. It. Like I'm like, yeah, all right, this is going to be cool. Let's find out what's going on. Why is Brent Spiner still in it? I thought he died. Uh, no, we didn't get to know anything. Nothing. Whatever. <laughs> We'll find out more stuff whenever it comes. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm, I'm down too worried. No, no, no. It was just a waste of time. It was just so yeah. dumb. Like, and I, I'm excited for it. I like the first one a lot. The first one's one of my favorite movies. It's just one of those one of those uh, nostalgic popcorn blockbuster movies that I enjoyed back in the day, like Jurassic yeah. Park. Not as not as nostalgic as Jurassic Park, but close. <laughs> um. What else did they talk about this week? Oh, oh, uh, okay. Dress. Have you both seen Jurassic World? Neither of you have. have I you? haven't. No, I, I, have. I want to. Okay. Oh, that's right. JD has. Uh, so they're talking about Chris Pratt is signed on for a sequel. Yes. Uh, as long as just keep the dinosaurs going. Bryce Dallas Howard is too. She has to be. I hope. Uh, I know she's she's the best part of the movie, or she's one of the best parts. One of the best, yeah, yeah. I liked, I just so much. I like, I've seen it three times now. There's so much I've liked about it. It's so good. Uh, I wouldn't have seen it three times if I didn't have like three groups of friends that couldn't go at the same day. They wanted to go at different times. I said, yeah, I'll go with you. Otherwise, I would not have seen it three times. I'm not that kind of person to go to the theater that often. And the last time I went was the worst movie going experience ever. <clears throat> one of those ultra screen theaters, which is cool. The people behind us. Two people, a couple, kept talking like, oh, I bet that's a T-Rex or, oh, don't go there. Like, seriously, you're doing this? This is real? I thought this was a joke that stand-up comedians made. I just had this whole conversation with 
a guy that I work with, I have the worst movie going experiences ever. When we saw Mad Max, I'm like, it's Mad Max. It's it's an action movie, so it's not like somebody's gonna enter. My worst is when I went and saw I Am Legend, and spoiler alert, when the dog dies, I'm sitting there crying, and the girl oh next to me, her phone rings with this obnoxious oh. and she gets up and like stumbles over me, and goes, hey, what's it doing? And wow. walks out of the theater talking, and I'm sitting there crying, I'm like, dude, way to ruin a scene. That's I terrible. Have a really funny story. Was, like, was it you? It was JD. No. It was me. Oh my god. No. It was totally JD. That's I've where I know it. you from. But so we go see, we see Mad Max and it's beautiful scenery and stuff like that. The guy next to me takes out his gigantic mini iPad telephone and starts texting. And it's like glaring bright in my face. So I like, I kind of put my hand up to block it, but it's so bright and so big. And I'm like, okay, I'll give him a minute. But he just keeps going. So I finally like, I tap him. I'm like. I point at him and he's like, oh, and he just sort of tilts in his chair. But when he yeah. tilts the opposite way, so now the screen is completely facing me. And I go, dude, <laughs> turn it off. And he like, he gives me kind of like a stinky face and he turns it off. That's I, uh, not even the worst of it. Hold on. The let me, two, wait, wait, the wait. two guys behind me the entire time had to like commentary the entire movie. They're like, yeah. so do you think that she lost her arm when she was there or was it before? And I think she looks sexy without an arm. Oh, I think if she gets it tangled up in the bottom of the... I'm like, really? No, really? The, the people behind us that were doing that same thing, it was, it was. I hate to say it, it was a black couple. And they kept saying stuff like, oh, turn around, it's right behind you. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, are you serious right now? Like, I couldn't believe it. And uh, when we saw Star Trek the in the darkness, we saw it in 3D just for the hell of it. And the guy next to me was tech, not texting, just looking at his Twitter and Facebook a hundred yeah. times. And I've, I'm like, Hey man, can you, can you stop please? That's, that's really bad with these three glasses. And like, it's just terrible. And he's like, yeah. And he stops and then he does it again, but hides his jacket, like in his jacket. I'm like, dude, come on. Really? JD, what was your story? I know you were trying to say one. Oh, mine was just about, I am legend. Cause <laughs> when the dog died, my sister, she is like a huge dog fan. And she was like, Josh, this movie, the dog doesn't die, does he? And I looked at her and I was like, no, he doesn't. Or no, she doesn't. And then when she dies, she started bawling. And oh. she had to leave the room and couldn't finish the movie. Oh, I'm, man. I'm similar. Tell her I totally can relate. Because it's, I don't know if it makes me a good person or a bad person. But you can kill any main character in a movie. And I might get a little choked up and stuff. But if you touch the dog, it's done. It, yeah, it, that's, that's. I'm, I'm that's always been weird to me. <laughs> Dogs are robots. Like, if you hurt the, like, robotic, like, character in anything, I hate you. Wow. I don't know what's wrong with you people. Humans. I because I've got my dog right now with his head on my lap, and he's just, like, adorable. And I'm just like, don't hurt the puppies. They're too innocent and adorable. <laughs> like, even. You're so cute, aren't you? Aren't you, Miley? You're so cute. Even uh, Courtney Clark did uh, one of those Periscope things and she was like answering questions and she said she felt bad for the dinosaurs that died like even even the mean ones and i'm like what they're dinosaurs they're, they're attacking and eating people i like but she's right they're, they're just doing what they're doing they're just defending themselves and they're just living and hunting and all that stuff but still i was like all right let's take it easy here um yeah don't touch it so in other words don't watch that keanu reeves movie john wick 
Oh, that was great. Oh, that was cool. I didn't see it. It's, it wasn't... So we watched it here it's one the, night. It's the same death as I Am Legend, essentially. Oh. Pretty much. Um, it was, but it was so rough. It was so rough. But anyways, um, we, we rented that movie because we just had nothing to do one night. That's because it's a puppy. <laughs> so. And it's, it's oh, like... It's a puppy. And it like it's saving him because his life sucks, you know. And yeah, it's like the last gift of his, you know, dead wife. And here's a puppy. And this isn't really spoilers, JD. This is the beginning of the movie. Of what? This, and this is all John Wick. Yeah. Oh, I really don't care. It was good. It was a good movie. Patrick hated it. He's like, that's the stupidest movie I've ever seen. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, he goes, and plus, is can it they- better than 47 Ronin or whatever that's called? Wouldn't oh, have ever God. seen that movie. So yes, I didn't either. <laughs> so I'm gonna say yeah, yes. Movie, this one's it. This is it. Not really a strong storyline. It's just it's your revenge movie. story. That's it's really it's, all it is. It's the and it's got reek line with a lot of, and it's got reek. Yeah, and reek is oh, very Theon Greyjoy. Yep. He's very typecast. Yeah, yeah, he's a bad guy again. He's uh, he's an American. No, he's Russian. He's I can't. Russian. Yeah. Uh, real quick, because I know neither of you care. Well, maybe you do. The Batman versus Superman. There was some some rumors as to how we're gonna see Flash and Aquaman in this movie. Yeah, don't really care. But continue. I'm sure it'll be exciting. Good, good, <laughs> good call, JD. Way to hype it up. <laughs> oh well. Uh, the- it's Aquaman. <laughs> Yeah, but it's Jason Momoa as Aquaman. All right, you're right. That's <laughs> slightly better. Sexy beast. Um, he is. Apparently, it's just what, five. What, what, five. It's what Sorry. we've uh, been speculating. It's just a real quick, brief cameo that Batman's accessing surveillance footage inside of Lex Luthor's, I don't know, office or something, and he sees a, a blur of light stopping a robbery, and then he also sees on another screen. Um, a containment chamber and a hand slap against the glass, and it's Aquaman's hand, like he's he's being uh, contained. So I'm wondering if Aquaman is not the threat, or Atlantis isn't the threat that unites Batman and Superman to come together. I think that would be awesome. We set up the next movie to be against uh, Atlantis, at least. I think that would be cool. That would be pretty sweet. But who knows? We'll see. <clears throat> Uh, Matthew Vaughn is doing a prequel and a sequel to Kick-Ass? Ah. Uh, mm. <laughs> one of them, I think I it's going to be a... First one. I think it'll be a hit girl movie, and I'm not interested in that. I, okay, I, like I would be interested one. if... Clo- I didn't like two at all. I didn't I mind Chloe it. Moretz but... is too old to play hit girl anymore, so I don't care about hit girl. Like, I yeah. don't know. I just... I feel like... It's the done hit for now. I thought they the, should just end it. Yeah, the hit girl thing that was like so popular in the first movie, it was like when South Park made their movie and they were allowed to swear. It's like that one time, like, hey, that's hilarious, or that's cool. And then after that, it kind of wore off for me. Like, I, I don't care anymore. It's like, oh, another six year old that's fighting crime. Right. Cool. We're, uh, we are just a bunch of peachy people tonight. But I agree. I, you know what, my, I don't, I didn't mind the hit girl storyline, but. I liked the actor that plays Kick-Ass in the first Kick-Ass movie, but now he's been crammed down my throat so much that I actually get really annoyed when he's in a movie. Oh, I, I really, I, I really like him. Other like movies, other than Godzilla. Yeah, oh, and, and Avengers. Avengers. Well, he was in, he was in that, uh, Quicksilver. That mob Quicksilver. movie with, uh, 
with 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 Selma Hayek and Gangster oh, Squad. No, 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 no. Savages. Yeah, he was in Savages. Savages. Oh, I want to see that. Uh, Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. I saw it because of Blake Lively because I'm in love with that woman. And, but was it good? I, I never did, saw it. I didn't like it that much. I liked it. I wanted to like it, but I didn't think it was too good. It's but, not like one of those like cult classics that you're. Who's like, Who's so the good. second guy? Is it Emil Hirsch? It, it's the guy that's in um, True Detectives now. Oh, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. Taylor Kitsch is like. I don't know why. Like, I just don't like what he's in. Really? Like, I didn't like John Carter. Well, nobody like did. Battleship. Hold on, hold on. Nobody likes any of those movies so, so far. I know. What, Keep what going. Else is he in? Uh, what he else was, is he in? He was Gambit in Wolverine Origins. That was terrible. Uh, I didn't see Wolverine Origins, so. But that's another another terrible, terrible. He was he was okay in the role, but the movie was awful. Um, okay. Friday Night Lights, he's great in the TV show. I don't like the TV show. Oh, what is the matter? I don't like football, so that's a very big but it's not, factor. I, I don't know. I had this conversation recently. I wouldn't say it's a football show. It's just around football. But that's um, still, like, it's hard for me to get to watch something that it's around something I don't like. Because it's just so much about the characters. Anyway, I really enjoyed it. I, I, whatever. It's not for everybody, obviously. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else he's been in. Besides the really bad ones, <laughs> see, like he's just been in like a bunch of really bad movies, and like it's kind of disappointing. Well, now he's like... in now he's in True Detective as one of the the dark and <laughs> very brooding characters that they all are. Let's talk about. Let's have have all have all of us watched uh, nope. the first episode. I have oh, not watched geez. the first season. Oh. Oh well, then you're are they out connected? of this conversation. No, are they connected no. at all? Okay, they're two totally different storylines. It's an so anthology it's just... show. Okay, so it's just like American Horror Story. Well. How it was well, completely. Until, like, I'd say it's com- to ki- completely different because there's not even the same actors. Well, I know, but like yeah. they're they're no they're self-contained seasons that right. don't overlap in each other. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a completely di- like when the storyline ends, it ends, and then it's the different next time periods too. Because I think yeah, so, I think the first so season's is it, like is it in the same universe or is it like yeah? I, guess, well, no, well, I don't see no, why it's not. Just, it's different crimes. So like right. the first the first one's in okay. yeah, first one's in like Louisiana. Yeah. It spans like ten years, maybe even longer than that. It's uh, they do flashbacks and then the present day, okay. right? And then this one is, I can't tell if it's. I think I want to like, say it's today, like modern day. I want to, but then it's very ninety-ish. A little bit, yeah. It's very Michael Mann. Yeah, like but it's heat and... the first one's all about like a serial killer, like with all these really brutal like cult type murders. This one is tending to lead to more of I, I don't. Well, well it's I a murder mystery, episode. I guess. Yeah, it's a murder mystery so but... far. But all their characters. Yeah, let's talk about the main thread here. All their characters are so dark and so broody and edgy and gritty, like. Taylor Kitsch's character is doing 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle, and he turns his headlights off. Like, oh, wait, wait, real fast. That drove Patrick absolutely crazy because Patrick rides, and he's like, there's no way he's not wearing glasses, and he's going 100 miles per hour next right. to the beach. He goes, because you wouldn't see. It would blow your eyes out. You have to have glasses on. <laughs> Aren't there mosquitoes in Los Angeles? Did you got any mosquitoes over there? We have no mosquitoes. All right, fine. Bees, flies, anything? Not really. There's not really many bugs. There's big June bugs. We get crazy June bugs. Well, there you but... go. He'd swallow a June bug at least. Or no, if I've been on a back of a motorcycle, if a June bug hits you going 100 miles per hour, it's going to like 
bruise your face. Well, whatever. It's all the same. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you have Colin Farrell's character who beats up a guy because his son's name is Aspen. <laughs> like, just, just his name is Aspen. One of the what? kids, a kid, like a bully's name. His his name is Aspen. Like, I I'll, I don't I don't condone the beating of a child or of a, of another man for this reason. But you named your kid Aspen. You got it coming to you. Well, with all fairness, uh, I'm gonna curse. Aspen was an asshole. <laughs> if he did what that kid said he did, if that kid just didn't blurt out that name just to get his dad from beating the crap out of him. Not well, maybe, but I have a feeling he did it because I probably an asshole. <laughs> just saying, just saying. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think know. It's got potential. I'm psyched though because um, Andy McKenzie's in it this season. Who was he's kind of a an actor that's sort of in the background, but he was the werewolf that was in um, True Blood that Eric Northman like killed on the rug. No, I like him. He's no a good idea. actor. Who is he in Trajective? He he's not in it yet, but oh. he actually has his name in like the cast and stuff, and he's been promoting it on his like Facebook page for days. Sure. So uh what's her name from the notebook? I like her. Everybody loves her because she's Rachel McAdams. Yes. She's fabulous. Well, I thought she's she, gorgeous. I just thought she did a good job in the first episode. And she's gorgeous. Sure, she's alright. Have you ever heard anybody <laughs> say an interview about her? Like any actor that's in something or they're, if they act with her, like, oh, she's wonderful. She's wonderful. Must, she's spectacular. Must be true. Yeah, I feel like that, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's just like normal. Anyway. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely something I want to get like to start watching. It's just one of those things where I have to sit down, watch the first season, and then I'll watch the next one. Yeah, you'll be hooked. It took a while for me to really get into the groove of True Detective the first season. Like, maybe three or four episodes in, I'm like, all right, this is good. I like this. And then same thing for this season. I think it's going to be like, I'm like, uh, that was okay. I mean, I'll watch next week, but, you know, it's not, I'm not really, like, if I didn't watch it again, I'd be okay. So, yeah. Um, but, again... It'll, uh, I think it'll get there, uh, like it did last time. Um, what else? What else? Uh, boring news. Oh, Hannibal is canceled. Yeah. I, there was big outrage on the internet about it. Again, I, it was all right. It's not something if I, again, if I didn't see it again, I'm, I would be upset about like, yeah, like a fire forced me to watch the first two episodes and I was like, nah, yeah, I'm not that into it like i'm sure i'd love it if i like got into it but it's just like putting the time and effort into getting into it yeah i'm noticing people say nbc always cancels their shows i'm like every network does it i mean fox was notorious at it before nbc uh, just getting a lot of hate because of constantine and because and, it's a lot of like geek centric shows yeah yeah i mean fox i think was notoriously the worst at canceling shows before they got him gave him a chance um you know, like Arrested Development, Family Guy, Firefly. Those are just, you know, a couple, Sarah Connor Chronicles um, all got canceled before they really had a chance to to prove themselves. I mean, Arrested Development had three seasons, though. So you can't really say that. But Fox is one of the worst, I think, at doing that. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> the Gambit movie with Channing Tatum as Gambit has a director, Rupert Wyatt. I don't know anything this dude's done, to be quite honest. 
Um, we lost Jenny for a minute, by the way. Oh, did we? Oh, God. I was wondering why it was super quiet. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, he did. Uh, he, yeah. yeah, Rupert Wyatt. He did Rise of the Planet of the Apes and The Gambler. Ooh, I I don't know. I, I Yes, I'll see it. I'm not a big X-Men fan anyways, so... I, Gambit's my favorite, so I'll see it, and I, 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 it's all, it all really lies on the, the script and Channing Tatum. I mean, yep. it all depends on that stuff. Uh, real quick, while we're, we're awaiting Jenny's triumphant return to the Skype call, uh, we can talk about the articles that we have on the website now. Yeah, uh, all of our cool new columns. <clears throat> all have debuted. Mine will debut tomorrow or today when you're listening to this. Uh, but JD's The Bunsen Burner, which I'm psyched for. I love it so far. Uh, explain it a little bit. Yeah. So, not, maybe not that article, but the concept. Yeah, so as most people know, I'm like a huge science geek. I go to school for biology and chemistry, and it's something I like really am really passionate about. And I wanted to make like Atomic Geek to more like – not just entertainment focused, but kind of like worldly view focused, kind of. That's like weird to say, but Bunsen Burner is about like this week in science, like a lot of like the breakthroughs that have happened, stuff we've like invented or things we've created in science this past week. So while it's still like super geeky, it's a little more in like the realm of like real world stuff. Yeah. yeah real world application stuff. Yeah. I'm hoping. I, I texted you about it. I hope you talk about that new extinction era of, that we live in right now. Oh, did you? Yeah. I figured you didn't get it because you didn't respond to it. Um, you heard about that, right? I did. Yeah, I hope oh, that's in yep. your next one. Yeah. Next week, are you going to discuss this new extinction era, era we're apparently in? Yeah, I got that text. Oops. Awesome. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're all busy people. Yeah. But yeah, like I'm trying to focus on like a lot. Like I guess I'll do like like, tech and medical advancements, as well as, like, other stuff that's, like, really popular in the science world. Uh, Awesome. I want to try and make sure there's, like, a broad spectrum where I'm not just focusing on, like, oh, look at all this cool cancer stuff. Yeah, right. Here's, this'll depress you. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, did you see that? That'll destroy everything. Did you see the, um, they're going to start doing human trials on, like, an insulin patch for type 1 diabetics? I saw it on your Facebook. Yeah, you told me about it. Freaking cool. Like, I would have. So, type ones have an issue with what's called a beta cell. You either have them or you don't. And that's what converts your insulin and stuff. Do you want to know? They figured out a patch that can, like, mimic beta cells. And you just put a patch on, and then it regulates when you need insulin. Chris Pratt has a problem with a beta velociraptor. Hey, oh. Oh, you really gotta see the movie to get that one. You gotta see the movie to get that one. (laughs) Beta, aka Blue. Um, uh, Jenny, talk about your your column for a second. Just the concept of it. Oh yes, what I'm reading is basically my concept. So, but it's got a really cool name, just like the Bunsen burner. What's my name again? Oh man, that was the (laughs) worst sell ever. The geek, the geekly (laughs) book review. Review, yeah. So then it's not just comics, you can do books too. Yep. My next one will be a book. So I just finished um so I just I'm not gonna give you much because I'm gonna write about it, but I just finished the Rotten Ruin series by Jonathan Mayberry. And oh, what's I was, it about? 
it's um she's not gonna give away too much she's writing about it so she said it the backup though i'm gonna give you the uh, and i'll i won't give you a i'll give you a teaser i guess the backup is is i'm in love with the joe ledger books and i think i've told you guys this before because code zero is the first one and it's all about like terrorists make this plague that acts like zombies, but like militarized zombies and Joe Ledger and his echo team has to save the universe from them. It's awesome. But there's so many Joe Ledger books. And every time a new Joe Ledger book comes out, I get giddy excited because they're ridiculous, but they're just fun. Like, you know, I'm going to save the world type books. So I like this author and I heard that he wrote a whole kind of post-apocalyptic series called Rotten Ruin. And I was like, Oh, give it a read. I don't have it. I don't have anything going on. It was fun. It's kind of more of like a YA book, but it's about 15 years after the zombie apocalypse starts and the small little town that's fenced in and like zombies aren't like the walking dead zombies. They're just, they'll eat you if they get close to you, but they just stand there. In other words, like pretty boring zombies, but it's a cool book because it's like every other thing. It's, it's basically this kid, he's 15 years old and he's having to grow up really fast because he decides to leave the town and go out in the rotten ruin, which is what they call everything outside the town. But it was good. There were four books and it, and yeah, it, they're awesome. So I'm going to write a whole bunch about that. So I recommend you getting them. And I just did, I just did on the site right now is the Chrononauts review, which if you're not reading that comic book, you are missing out. Unfortunately, I'm not reading that. You're lame then. (laughs) Have you, have you started, have you started reading it yet, Dave? Uh, Not yet. There's only four issues out, but it is, and it's already been picked up for a movie. Universal is going to start casting it for a movie. It is ridiculous. It is so JD, much fun. JD, the, the comic book Witches that we like got picked up for a movie after the first issue. That's until, okay, that is a huge problem, I guess, because, like, you don't even know where it's going. Like, no one knows where it's going. The creators don't even know where it's going, probably. I I think he does. Well, yeah, and, like, and it's got a, it's got enough of a, a basis to the storyline to... Mm-hmm. To like, have it a just, stand on. It I just see what you're saying. My mind that like, like it's not like that's just weird to me because like in a world where we're so af- like where producers are so afraid to make any mistakes with their movies, that after one issue comes out, I mean I'm glad because I'm sure it's a great book. It's just it's so different than like we're used to, I guess. Well, it's got it's got heavy hitters though with the the writing, so I th- okay. It's it's kind of like if Robert Kirkman wants to go, hey, I want to do something. Everybody would be like, let's do it. <laughs> oh, it's by Robert Kirkman. Oh, no, no, it's not. Then. It's not. It's uh, Zack oh. Snyder. Not Zack Snyder. Um, Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. Who's writing, currently writing the Batman books on DC, and he's uh, they're all critically acclaimed books. Like It's a, a golden era for the current Batman run uh, with all the stuff he's doing there, so... And he's got another book out called American Vampire, which is really successful on Image too. Yeah, that, that um, had <clears throat> Stephen King behind it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he wrote an issue or helped write an issue, something like that. Yeah, no, and everything he does, his his little commentaries at the end of each of his comics, his are, essays, yeah, yeah, his essays are great. Like just 
being a parent. I almost, I have every issue of witches, but I almost still got the trade. Just that, to get more of the essays? It just came out. Yeah, I almost got it. Uh, but the I didn't. art in that comic, too, is just fabulous. By a guy the name of Jock, who I met. He's awesome. <laughs> I met Yeah, when I met Scott Snyder, he was there autographing at the image table. It was awesome. So cool. Uh, he has a twisted sense of storytelling. but Very, it, very it, Stephen King-like. Yeah, there's definitely a... Like, you root for for the characters you love, but then it's, it's so dark that you just wait for something to go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other columns that debuted this week were, uh, Kyle's column, his gaming life column called button mashing, button mashing. And he talked I about love that name. I love that name too. Good. I'm glad <laughs> I was really struggling with, the, with finding one for his column. Uh, he talked about Virtual Boy in his first first issue or his first uh, first post. Oh God, it was pretty good. I enjoyed reading it. I was the able to miss Virtual Boy. I was able to scrounge up an image of what it looked like inside the Virtual Boy. <laughs> it just yeah. looks like a red and black version of Game Boy. To be honest with you, yeah, it's disgusting. It's, it's awful. But uh, the column is good. Let's just put that. Let's say yeah. that. Uh, we still have columns coming from Danny and Tom. Tom's is going to be wrestling based, and Danny's is going to be whatever pops into his head. And then my binge watch one will debut on Friday. Can you give us a sneak peek? What's your first binge watch? Uh, show Jericho. Ooh, nice. Yes. It was on Such CBS a, a couple of years ago. I did season one, and then next week I'll do season two. And then uh, right now I'm trying to decide what my next show will be. I was kind of, kind of, I just finished Lost, kind of just for fun, and uh I love the finale of Lost. I don't care what anybody says. I thought it was great. I like great. the finale of Lost, too. I don't get all the haters that don't like it. But. Most of the haters don't like it because, uh, spoiler alert, if you've not finished Lost, JD, is this going to ruin it for you? Uh, I've never, I've watched the first three seasons, but I don't care. I okay. know what happens. Okay. So everybody that really doesn't like the ending, most of those people don't understand because they think, oh, so they've been dead the whole time. And that's not true. Like, it's not at all what happens. In the final season, you have to take their quote-unquote flashback stuff as a completely separate storyline away from what they're doing. It's a different time, different place, uh, maybe even consider it outside of time and reality because it's essentially purgatory. Or not even that. I wouldn't even call it purgatory. Um, but it's like a, a waiting place before you go to wherever you're going to after you die. But, yeah, most people that are the angry. holding, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's... A nice holding area, apparently, but <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I really enjoyed it. I loved the ending, and I thought it was I thought, I thought it was done very well. Anyway, uh, so I'm not going to do Lost. I'm not going to do Buffy, because I just did that, and everybody's seen Buffy. Ooh, uh, you can you do Six Feet Under. Yeah, or you can do Sense8, that new Wachowskis, Wachowskis, or whatever they're pronounced, <laughs> sci-fi series on Netflix. I'm halfway through the first episode, and I'm not digging it. Okay, then don't do that. So far, I mean, I'll give it a chance. I mean, I just did finish Orange is the New Black, the third season, um, which I they're okay. I don't really, I'm not big on the explosion that that show has had. What's that I other that other it. sci-fi one? Um, the, the one where everyone dies when they're 21. The one with oh that Tom was talking about. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's a weekly one. It's not one where they have them all in the up, all up right away. I think they're all out though, so I know, but I'm, that's what I'm. That's what it was, if if anything. Uh, between, 
That's it. I, th- I was about to say below. I was like, that doesn't sound right. Those under age 22 live. But no one can leave town. Sounds like... Anyway. All right. Um, running quickly out of time. We got to hit the big news of the week, which okay. was which was Marvel and Sony announced who Spider-Man's going to be. Did they? Who's Spider-Man going to be? Who's Spider-Man going to be? Some kid named Tom Holland. What? Tom. No idea. He's in some Google. movie. Some a movie called or Google. Go go to this website called Atomic Geekdom. There's a picture there. Oh, <laughs> a <yeah>. story. Right. <laughs> you okay. guys, you're killing me. Uh, we are on point today. Wait a uh, total total the company line. Um, Tom Holland. He was in The Impossible, Wolf Hall, and In the Heart of the Sea. Uh, all movies I have not seen, so I am not. Yeah. Oh, he's the oldest son in Impossible. Never. I, I'm sure. The, oh, that's the one with Naomi Watts. Yeah, the, the one with the um, That's it. But they also got the director, who is some guy named John Watts, whose only really credit to his name is something called Cop Car, which I don't think is out yet. Um, so that's an interesting, an interesting decision. We'll see. It's definitely a young, probably their youngest to take on Spider-Man. And uh, yeah, should we'll be in, should be interesting. I'm open to it. Whatever. Spider Man is not my favorite character, so I'm I'm ready for something new, something different. I should say, not really new. They're not doing well, I mean, the origin story again, though, are they? Nope. He's oh, already good. already Spider Man when you see him in Captain America: Civil War in next May. And their first first solo Spidey movie is in 2017, so we got a while before that happens. Oh, yeah. He'll get older. Are you- are you guys gonna go see um, Fantastic Four? Yeah, yes. We're I'm, actually I'm going opening night. We're gonna do uh, a a, sh- a show talking about uh, the previous Fantastic Fours and comic book versions and stuff. And I know JD's super excited for Fantastic Four. It's yeah, it's Fantastic Four is honestly my most anticip one of my most anticipated movies. It Surpri- looks so good. It surprises me. I don't know why. It just it's it looks very science based, and I love okay. it. It just that's, that's I don't cool. Know. I'm, it I'm with seems it. like my kind of superhero movie. I like the See, change I, to it. It's not I space. I didn't like the, the first ones, the one with, uh, what's her name? Jessica um, Alba. Yeah. Captain I America. I not those at all. But no one was. <laughs> I like Michael B. Jordan. I love Jamie Bell. Like, every, the cast looks good. And my mm. only fear is they might take the CGI a little too far. I like that it's the whole, like, space storyline, like the whole alien storyline. No, it's not. Too, but it's not. It's, it, they're hinting at that with the trailer. No, it's an alternate reality. They go to another dimension. Well, it still looks like space. <laughs> that's that's what I was gonna say. It's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not space. Like <laughs> I was gonna say what the cool part is. It's not space this time. <laughs> something different. Yeah. Uh, they still get their powers when they do some something sciency. We'll just say that. Yeah, it, Perfect. It, <laughs> I think they. That's my. That's gonna be what makes it or breaks it with me, though. I think I. Right now, everything is pointing towards it should be pretty fun, but. If they go a little too crazy, where it's everything in a really weird CGI world, I'm not gonna like it. Well, that they're not gonna be at that all of that other dimension long. They they come back, and that's when they have their powers. Right, but they can still get a little carried away with the. Well, you know, CGI. one character is pretty much essentially all CGI. Well, yeah, but he also <laughs> has human times too. Well, he's not always the Rock. He is. He is. He is after the the accident. Yeah, he can't change back. He's always the Rock Man. 
Except I thought he could change. No, I thought it was like the mm-hmm. Hulk. There was a no. cartoon. There was a cartoon a long time ago where he he could, but that was just the cartoon. Dude, that's what I'm thinking. Well, of. I mean, for all we know, he might be able to. Yeah, maybe that that could be something different. The old one or the last two movies, he couldn't. He was stuck as the Rock guy. Right, right. Maybe he can say it's clobbering time and then turn into it. Who knows? It's clobbering time and <laughs> and then just do like a werewolf transformation, <laughs> turn into just a giant rock. And then I walk out of the theater. <laughs> Double this. Still watch. Yeah. Uh, one thing I have to mention because I'm excited for it. And I saw the trailer for it. The Peanuts movie. Charlie Brown and Snoopy. I'm actually excited for that. That looks cool. Nobody else. I watch, okay. I haven't <laughs> watched the trailer yet. It looks cool. It looks very like it looks South Parky because it has to. It's it's a different kind of animation that they did with Charlie Brown, and it, I, they made it look really well with the 3D and the story looks fun. And the only thing I don't understand about it is the only thing I never understood about Peanuts, and that's that a dog is a World War One fighter pilot called or chasing down the Red Baron. Never understood that plot line, but You're not supposed to know. It's I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. That thing used to come out of nowhere in all those Charlie Brown movies that I loved so much. My favorite being Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. That was my favorite one. Little boat race that they did. Good stuff. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I was always a big Charlie Brown fan. Can't go wrong with peanuts. Ooh, I got two HP Lovecraft books today in the mail. What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? I got the Penguin Classics, like Call of Cthulhu and other weird stories. And then I got this... The thing or something i don't remember what it's called but i got two books and i'm excited to read them so <laughs> that's what's important yeah they're hp lovecraft and i'm so excited to read about oh him finally real real quick we should probably talk about one game at least arkham asylum came out or arkham knight came out this week oh yes and it's a beep show apparently on i have fronts i what are the complaints because i just started it and i love it well no, the console versions are great. Okay, it's the computer versions? It's the computer version that is basically unplayable. Wow. That yeah, is, that's a problem. It's a continuing trend with a lot of AAA developers, especially Ubisoft and Warner Brothers, where they outsource the PC version to a lesser known studio. Mm. And they usually have lots of problems. And it's happened again in Arkham Knight. And a lot of people are pissed. I, it's a fantastic game. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I'm only like maybe an hour into it. Like I haven't played mm-hmm. much. I haven't had much time. But I like it a lot. And There's uh, some weird tank sections that I don't like. But the rest of it's really fun. Yeah, driving the Batmobile so far has been awesome. But crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's hard to control. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> As it should be. But it's cool, though, because, like, everything's destructible, or there's a lot of destructible stuff. Uh, yes, yes. It's very, uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto, when when you're driving and you can break down, like, lampposts by accident or whatever, whatever the case may be. But yeah, it's fun. Uh, did you want to, we have a little time. JD, do you have anything from E3 you want to talk about? Oh my god, E3 was awesome. Did we, did you guys not hit on it last week at all? We didn't do a show last week. Oh, never mind. Well, E3 was great. One, because Microsoft announced backwards compatibility with Xbox 360 games. Now, I'm going to play Devil's Ad. I'm going to play Jenny here for a second. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're going to play Jenny. Yeah, right. The Devil's, ad- <laughs> the devil's Advocate. Um, 
Now, isn't it just going to be a patch? Like a software patch? To no, be able to do what it? Ha- what happens is it's integrated into the console now. See, it's that's already been patched in. Yeah, that's the problem I have with it. It should have been done from the start. It should have been, but... Microsoft right now is the only one that is backwards compatible. Right. So I just don't understand why not do it from the start because you still would have the exclusivity of being the only one doing it. But they had to patch it in. They did have to patch it in. Oh, all right. All the right. thing is because the Xbox One uses different, like a different processor and right. different memory than the 360. Right. I understood that. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's happening is the Xbox One is practically emulating a 360. Now. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So continue. You'll be able to play any game that is compatible with it uh, in holiday. So uh, which is really cool. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm in. It, I'm into it. If it I opens up the library, and right now, like Microsoft has a huge leg over its main competitor, Sony, which they can only stream games and cost like eight bucks per game, while this is free. You just have to buy the disc. Right. I to guess the flaw with the Xbox I have is you like pretty much always have to be online. Yeah. That's that's the Well, big... you don't you don't have to for 360 games. Right. I'm saying for new games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my only Well, that's Sony too, so. Right, right. Right. Go ahead, continue. What else? But uh if you were big into like Japanese games, Sony finally announced that they're going to make a Final Fantasy 7 remake. Which is like considered one of the most like influential video games of all time. They're completely redoing it. I can't wait. And I saw the trailer. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. And then also the thing that I'm I'm hopping back to Microsoft. Easily the coolest thing that happened at E3 was a Microsoft HoloLens. My jaw dropped. So this is is this kind of like a. Uh... It is an augmented reality headset that lets you project video games in your living room. <laughs> so you don't even need a TV. You don't need a TV. It's a headset you put on, and they demonstrated it with Minecraft. They put a Minecraft world on a table. So it's like, is it essentially Oculus Rift? No, because Oculus Rift, it's like a computer screen in front of your eyes. Okay, so this is HoloLens, just this is projecting into your living room. So you're into your you're wearing like goggles yes. almost. Yeah, you're wearing like a headset and it's yeah. visible, and you can see and interact with your living room, but it's also like a game overlay on top of it. Weird, and it's insane. They showed us a demo, and it's 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 crazy like it's almost too it's almost too hard to believe because <laughs> it worked really well and it's kind of scary oh you know what we didn't talk about is the lexus hoverboard oh, oh yeah even... that looks awesome maybe jd can yeah. put it in an article or something yep this week in science <laughs> created a hoverboard there it is <laughs> uh cool oh, yeah the final fantasy 7 thing I, I can't wait for and this 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 microsoft thing sounds pretty sweet too yeah, if you, like, seriously, like, Jenny, even you should, like, take a look at it, because it has, like, like, it can be used for so much more than video games. Like, it's, it's, honestly, it's freaky. It's like, Oasis. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> We're going to come right back around to that conversation. Boys, yeah. I'm going to go back to what I was saying earlier. Technology hates me, so, yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's still super <laughs> cool. Oh, God. But it's it's a couple years out, obviously. Like, 
Yeah. Are they starting? Are they going to start doing like three D things? So like, if you can shoot it to the TV or like a movie down to your tabletop, it will become three D and you can like watch people walk around mountains. Uh yes, that's essentially what it could do. Crazy. It was a. This full isn't going to be like the hype though that everybody had with like Google Glass, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. that is just an overlay on your glasses. This is like projected onto like a table oh, we should or just, like a bed or we should, something. We should talk about failed hyped technology like the Zune and, and all kinds the of Zune, garbage. Much everything Microsoft has ever done. <laughs> right, uh, right. Windows, so Windows 8, went. Windows Vista. Yeah. <laughs> Windows 7, oh wait, that was actually pretty good. 7 and XP were good. Yeah. Windows Me, ME. Yeah, I the could, Wii. The Wii, <laughs> the Wii itself has just failed. The Actually, Wii, the, the Wii. When I tried to lose weight using the Wii, caused me obese. Thanks, thanks for that self esteem boost. We did, we got that. We got the little like pad. Yeah, you, you know, like it weighs you, and then it tells you, and you have like goals to reach. Except then we realized about three weeks into this that we're like, why are we doing this? Why right. don't we go outside? Yeah. <laughs> And that's it the teaches problem. you how to go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's other applications where it's cool to have like a simulated workout that you couldn't couldn't do outside. Usually, like you need equipment or whatever. Like it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, well, like, and it was yeah. a fun party thing too, though. Sure. Like wee bowling and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. I like. There's a Parks and Rec episode with uh, Paul Rudd, where he's a rich dude and he's really sad and he's playing wee bowling. And she's like, "Why don't you just use the real alley?" And he pans over. There's a real bowling alley next to him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's like, because yeah. the little guy looks just like me, and they both stand like exactly the same. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that's hilarious. That's what I'm rewatching right now. If you guys now. have never played Dance Central for the Xbox, it's so much fun. It's like it's Dance Dance Revolution. Out. All I have is a PlayStation Three, and I only have that so we can watch Blu-rays. Oh. Again, I'm a 90 year old woman. People clearly, oh, God, Jenny, you're not that old. A 90 year old hippie. <laughs> I'm a flower child. Oh, uh, <laughs> funny! All right, I think that's a show. Oh wow, it's already been an hour and fifteen minutes. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. So, all right, thanks for listening.